Badass and Business Show, the show where we help you with your inner game and your outer game and show you how to own your inner badass as well as share strategies with you so that you can badass your business or, in other words, get badassified. And I'm really excited today because we have Bob Davis in the house. And I met Bob through a mutual coach that we've both been working with. And I just love the caliber of people that I get to meet and bring to the show. Bob is Senior Vice President of NAI Capital in Irvine, California. And Bob specializes in representing buyers and sellers of commercial properties, including business owners, family trusts, and private investors. He has over 30 years of experience, and he really gives his clients confidence in making those significant financial decisions and creating successful outcomes. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you, Annette. Uh, thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. You know, I did the little personal or the uh, professional introduction, but tell us a little bit more about what you're passionate about and uh, more about your business. Well, I'm really passionate about helping my clients build significant net worth. And, and uh, as I'm sure many of your listeners know, uh, real estate, whether residential or commercial, is, is one of the uh, better ways to build net worth over time. And so that's what my real passion is, is to help uh, investors reach their goals. Awesome. And I think every business owner needs to have a wealth plan and consider real estate as part of that. So, uh, you know, as business owners, not a lot of people lease property, a lot of people uh, rent or they work out of their home. Why should a business owner consider owning their own property? Well, I think the uh, the, the primary reason uh, for business owners to consider owning their own property is is really to control their own destiny, and and at the same time uh, enjoy the tax advantages associated with real estate investment. And over time, when you have the business uh, paying the rent, which in turn uh, pays the mortgage, you build equity and and net worth for retirement. Wow, that sounds like a, a great opportunity to, um, you know, what are the tax advantages of owning your business? Can you be just a little more specific on that? Yeah, the big one is you're you're available to take depreciation uh, on the the improvements itself, which uh, thereby reduces the the income uh, that would show on your return. Awesome. And so when is the best time uh, for a business owner to consider buying their own property? Well, the the best time is when their business is stable. And and by stable, I mean it's both profitable and they're they're not in a high growth mode uh because this is is really a a 10-year decision uh in terms of of owning your property and so you're going to want to know that you're you're not going to be growing out of the space uh, uh, quickly. And now, is buying your own uh, business real estate property is that only for businesses that 
um, are a brick-and-mortar type business or can other types of businesses, so I own a coaching business and do most of my work out of my home, but I could see myself owning property. So is, is there different reasons uh, for owning business real estate other than just being a brick-and-mortar company? Well, well certainly it, it, it is an investment, and uh, uh, so so even though you might need uh, might not need a lot of space for your own uh, business enti- entity, it could still potentially make sense for you uh, to own a own a property where where you lease out the balance of the space, and 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 thereby uh, take advantages uh, of real estate ownership. And so when you lease out uh, a part of your your space, um, I imagine people do that all the time. So what what are some examples of some companies that um, do that? Do they own a whole strip mall or do they just buy an office space and lease out office space or a combination of both? Yeah, depending upon where uh, your business is located geographically, there's there's a wide variety of options. I'm I'm here in, in Orange County, and so uh, there's there's a typically in pretty much any marketplace there'll be a, a wide range of freestanding retail uh, buildings and or uh, strip malls uh, that that may uh, also include uh, condos. And in uh, both office and industrial uh, condos are fairly common here in, in uh, Orange County, ranging from as, as small as 800 square feet or so on up to to small freestanding buildings. So there's there's a wide range of of properties that are potentially available, and then you know many many of them have have suites that are included. So potentially you would, you know, occupy one unit and then lease out the other units to tenants. So in other words, you almost like become a landlord, so to speak, in a business sense. Exactly, exactly. And and depending on the size of of the of the of the business, uh, you know, that might become a significant part of of your business or not. I'm one of one of my best clients um, purchased a, a a building as a partial owner with a real estate developer um some 30 years ago and uh, and grew into the entire building over time and and ended up uh, purchasing an adjacent building that he uh, leases out. Perfect. So is it difficult for a business owner to be able to finance uh, the purchase of their own property? Well, that's the really good news uh, for small business owners is that they can take advantage of the SBA loans, the Small Business Administration loans, which offers as much as 90% loan to value to acquire the property. So you would only be looking to uh, to uh, come out of pocket with 10% of the purchase pl- price, plus typically about 1% in, in closing costs, so 11% total. Wow, I really didn't know that the SBA loaned for property, so that's, 
that's great news, probably because I've never really investigated an SBA loan for myself. But it sounds like they make it very easy for businesses to purchase the property um, through the SBA. That's great news. What are some general yeah, really guidelines? Do, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say they, they they really do make it make it easy, and and uh, they're uh, although there's a, a process of course uh, to qualify, um, they do make it make it easy for almost any business that is is profitable profitable to qualify for their loans. And there's SBA offices all over the United States, so it's not difficult for uh, business owners to locate those resources. Correct. That's great. And so um, what are some general guidelines that a business owner would want to know for uh, if they're considering ownership as a wealth strategy? Well, uh, well, first and foremost, like the economy, there's a real estate cycle. And it it typically runs 8 to 10 years. And we're, you know, at or near the top of a cycle currently. In fact, we're, you know, maybe heading into one of the longest uh, uh, real estate cycles in our, our lifetime uh, since we're at 10 years right now. Uh, so in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the perfect world, you, you would buy on a downturn, and typically uh, values drop some 20 to 30% in a downturn, uh, 2008 was a little bit of an anomaly in that values dropped 40%. So obviously that's a pretty significant uh, change in, in values. Um, but it, but having said that, um, you know the other the other factor is interest rates, and, and interest rates are typically a 60-year cycle, and we are at historic lows currently. So even though prices are a little high now, it may make, it may still make sense for a very successful business to consider buying uh, their own property if they can find the right uh, opportunity, because interest rates that are at are at a, a historical low. And let's see. The, the only other thing I would would add here is is that um, if you do buy during a downturn, you need to meet make sure you plan in advance for for uh, the capital that you're going to need and, and have the ability, you know, have access to some, some liquid capital that you can utilize for the, for the down payment. And the only other thing of note is, is that the, uh, the SBA requires you to occupy at least 51% of the property as an owner user. So you could occupy 100% if, if, you know, your business is very stable or if you are anticipating growth you can can buy a property that's a little bit larger. Now, are there other ways to finance uh, a business property besides going to the SBA that maybe you don't have to occupy as much space? Yes. Uh, you know, m- most people have a banking relationships, uh, and, and the, the banks and any other uh, lender uh, their favorite loan to make is an owner user because they're typically very conservative loans. And the the two differences that you would have um, making a uh, a loan from from uh, a, a bank, uh, what we call a conventional loan, 
is they would require a little bit more in down payment, depending on the on the bank or financial institution. The down payment may be 15 to 20 percent. Uh, but the good news is, uh, along with that, you would get a slightly lower interest rate than you would get from the from the SBA. Okay. And then uh, could you just explain just a little bit more about the, the wealth building principle behind this? We went kind of fast on that. So uh, the company pays uh, – you pay rent to the company, and so explain that a little well, bit well, more. Typically, so I can typically wrap my head uh, around it. <laughs> sure, sure. Typically, what happens is is you buy the property personally, and then you lease the property back to your company. And so, whether whether you lease or own, um, you know, the rent you're paying is going to be be written off as a business expense uh, anyway uh so so you are collecting rent uh from your company which you use to pay down the mortgage on the property that you own personally and so as as a result uh of of just the 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 making the payments you're 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 uh lowering um or you're adding to your equity every month as you make those payments, and then if you're in a growth market, as as many spots of the country are, you can also enjoy equity participation. So, so if in general here in, in Southern California, uh, property values run pretty much uh, at the same rate as inflation over time, and so in the past ten or so years, you know, we've seen somewhere in, in the in the two and a half to three percent annual uh, appreciation in in values over time. Okay, that helps me understand that a little bit more, and hopefully helps our listeners understand that a little bit more. And so, how can a business obtain advice regarding commercial properties in their market? Well, there's a wide range of, of, of commercial real, real estate brokers available around the country. Um, my my company, NEI Capital, is a member of the NEI Global Network, and so there are NEI offices uh, throughout the country. And uh, if they don't have a personal relationship in, in their local marketplace, I would be pleased to make uh, – an a introduction to the appropriate uh, broker in their area that specializes in the type of property they might be looking for. Perfect. And so I imagine the commercial real estate market is pretty competitive. How do you distinguish yourself from your competitors? Well, as I, as I mentioned early earlier early on, I have a uh, I have a passion for helping uh, people build net worth and I try to set realistic expectations for my clients in advance and always put their interests first and uh, inspire trust by doing what I say. Uh, and I, you know, try to utilize uh, creativity and my problem-solving uh, abilities to produce successful outcomes to the different challenges that, uh, that you face in, in acquiring or disposing of commercial properties. Great. 
What would you say has been your biggest challenge in business, and how did you overcome that? Well, the big, the biggest challenge is 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 uh, navigating the the ups and downs, the uh, the uh, the economic cycles, along with the real estate cycles, are um, uh, you know amp- really amplify uh, the good times and the bad times, and so it, it's you know remaining positive and and persevering through through the hard times and and staying on course and 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 doing the uh, the basics that you need to do to to build your business. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so what piece of advice could you give other entrepreneurs uh when it comes to growing a business or overcoming challenges or things that they may need to know if they decide to navigate in the real estate world. Well, in in terms of, in terms of your own, own own business, I think, you know, passion comes first. You you've got to really believe in 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 what you're doing and the uh, um the service or product that you're providing to your your clientele and then um remain uh, you know persistent uh, through the through the ups and downs with the uh, the goals that you have set and the plans that you have put in place for your business and and continue to execute uh and i i think uh you know as long as you keep your your eye on the ball and and stay positive uh, good results are going to come that's for sure i totally agree with that and so you know, most entrepreneurs, they have some sort of success habit that they've developed that keeps them uh, going even on those rough days or during those rough periods in their business. What would you say is your number one success habit that keeps you on track every day? Well, my my number one habit is is I I start the day early. Uh, usually, I'm am up uh, by 5 a.m. and I have have a routine uh, that I almost never um, uh, vary from. Uh, so I I try to get off on on the right foot on a consistent basis every day. You know, and I I've done many podcast interviews where I've been asked that question. And also I've asked that question to um, other people that I've interviewed. And I have to say that that seems to be the success habit that most successful entrepreneurs have, is to start their day early, have their routine that starts them off on the right foot, and that they never veer from that routine. They stick with that routine on a daily basis. And I think that's a message that uh, we can all take away uh, from this is a success habit that if you haven't adopted that, you should adopt some kind of routine so that you're bringing in um, all the things that you want to start your day with, avoid the news, avoid the newspaper, the things that might set you up on a wrong tone and create those those um, your own success habit first thing in the morning. I think that's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, obviously, there's there's many other uh, uh, strategies and and techniques, but but you can't go wrong by uh, starting off the day right. 
Exactly, exactly. So, Bob, where can our listeners learn more about you and your company? Well, I am uh, uh, available uh, via either uh, a phone or email. Um, my phone number, direct line, is 949-468-2303. And my email address is bdavis at naicapital.com. And our company website is uh www.naicapital.com. Awesome. Well, it's been great having you on the Badass and Business Show. And Bob's info and link will be in the podcast notes, so you can access it there. And remember, everyone, to share the podcast with other badass business owners because this just might have the the exact information that they need at the exact right time. And remember, you can find me at AnnettePiper.com, and remember to spell Piper, P-I-E, just like the yummy dessert. Go out and make it a badass day. Thanks for coming to the show, everyone. Thanks again, Bob, for being here. My pleasure. And everyone, have a great day. Namaste.